0: Hello Creative Wonders, welcome to the Holistic Creative Podcast. My name is Kerry, and I'm here to explore with you through wonder, curiosity and courage towards a state of being that feels like nature itself patterning through our daily lives. It's wild and it's exciting and it's also harmonizing. Welcome to the first In Conversation With episode of the Holistic Creative Podcast. Today, I'm in conversation with Fatima from Fatima Studio. Fatima is a Durban-based multidisciplinary creative specializing in graphic design and illustration. After studying graphic design, specializing in animation at the Durban University of Technology, she worked in industry for about six years between a web design agency, a magazine, and a social media agency before beginning her entrepreneurial journey. The intention to begin her own business had been with her for a while. It was when she realized she dreaded Monday to Friday of every week so much that she knew she had to make a different choice. Fatima's tagline is, we'll draw on anything, anywhere. Fatima, hello. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for and having me. Thank you for agreeing to be the first guest on the Holistic Creative Podcast. This morning we're recording from the Myrn Marksha Perfumery, which is one of my creative children, the only one currently dressed in brick and mortar anyway. So Fatima, you and I have met a couple of times in passing in and around urban cafes here at the perfumery and at local events, but I've only gotten a tiny glimpse into the depth of your world as an artist through those interactions. And I'm excited for all of us to get a more textual sense of what the illustrated life is like. So let's get started.
1: Yeah, sure, I'm glad to share.
0: I hadn't realized that your primary source of income as an artist is through your graphic design work, which you corrected me on when I assumed it was through your beautiful illustrations. Can you tell me or tell us a bit about your relationship with these two mediums? both as an artist and as an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, sure. So it's a little bit of a story. So I studied graphic design, so that's what I'm formally trained in. Um, art and illustration and things like that are more I'm um, um, uh, pretty much self-taught. I didn't do art at school or anything like that, um, but I would always be doing stuff like that just for fun, as a hobby on the side. Um, and it was always an interest, but I just, you know, at school thought there was no... Career option for that, um, so that's why I didn't end up taking it um, further there. Um, and then in matric, it and turned out that graphic design was um, the direction I was heading. So um, yeah, graphic design is the formal training. And then I did continue to do illustration and things on the side, just for myself, like sketchbook kind of things. And then I started a blog and started to post stuff on there, um, mainly just for my for myself, just for fun, not really intending anything serious from it as such. And I I never saw myself or thought of myself as an artist. It was, I think also <clears throat> partly because when I was studying, the people that I was studying with had done art and were such fantastic artists and were so much more skilled than me in, in that area. So I always felt like that's definitely not me. I'm just a graphic designer, I'm definitely not an artist. So I never approached things um, from that direction. Um, But then as I kind of here and there started incorporating a little bit of illustration into my design work, clients and like people I worked with would say like, would comment and say like, your illustration is really good or we like your illustration and things like that. So then eventually I thought like, maybe I can do that. Maybe I am an illustrator. So I started slowly moving things more towards that direction and started adding more illustration into my work and putting my illustration more out there and less in the background. and then obviously started to enjoy that a bit more and started to increase that um, to the point where I'm at now, where I try to um, work on projects that are largely more on the creative side of graphic design. Um preferring or trying to choose projects that were more tethered to that. So i um, working with clients who are more open to more creative briefs and adding in more illustration and bringing like hand lettering was also uh, is also something that I do a lot of and was specializing in, a bit for a while and still do, um, and it works really well for things like branding and um, other kinds of design work as well. So it does tie in really well. Uh, obviously, the it needs to be for like clients who actually have an appreciation for that because if they don't, then it doesn't matter to them whether it's a font or a um, a piece of actual lettering. So um, that's basically the direction that I headed was trying to tailor my what the work that I put out to attract more of the kinds of clients who would appreciate that element of um, my work in their whatever graphic design needs they had. And then from the art perspective, that's kind of a, a third option because that also is actually separate to illustration. Um, for me, there was a little bit of tension there because I feel like I'm very sort of logical and very much design based, whereas art is more, um, obviously it does have a purpose, but it's less. to me it feels like, you know, it's not kind of, it doesn't have a brief, it's not, it doesn't work like with a purpose the way design does. So it was a bit of a, it's a bit of a mind shift thing for me that I'm still kind of working through, Mm -hmm. but I'm more open to now and more interested in, interested in working towards. So I have been just experimenting more in that direction and would like to, take things further that way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite a mix of all sorts of different things and um, tying all those elements in together, which I think is what excites me and what works really well.
0: That's beautiful. So you're actually still growing as an designer, artist, illustrator, like you said, there's kind of those three tiers almost within there. They're yes, all definitely. all art, yeah. we can, I like to kind of cover them yeah, yeah. As, as art, but um, like you said, that art side, there is a purpose and sometimes there also isn't mm, because yeah. if it, there's only a purpose, I think as an artist, you put too much pressure on yourself. Yes, yes. To like create something specific. Whereas it's perhaps what I, you know, in, in yeah. my own um, experience, it's more about just being open to seeing what comes. You know, exactly. You the, yeah. the skill and that's in a, um sense that you want to kind of develop and see how yeah yeah so for me at
1: at this point now what i need to what i would like to do is to give myself the space to just create freely with and i need to let go of that that need for purpose in it Mm -hmm. and to allow myself to actually just kind of let go and see where it goes Mm -hmm. um but yeah just trying to find the time to do that has been the struggle but also obviously Tying into that is a lot of uh, procrastination and all of that, you know, the yes. fear of like <laughs> getting started with that.
0: Yes, yes, many, many um, more podcasts or those in between things yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and processes behind it. So what is your, the earliest memory you have of a piece of art that you made, that made you think you could start earning a living from it?
1: Um,
0: or even we we say earning a living in a light sense because obviously yeah. there's more than one kind of yeah, yeah. Um, art that's contributing to your
1: well I, I don't know income. about art I don't I don't really have any memory of like um creating a piece of art and feeling like I could sell this but I do have a memory of when I was very little and I would make um I used to enjoy making things out of paper like paper crafting kind of uh, things um, so I would make these <laughs> there were like these little envelopes it was literally just paper folded and stuck together and I would try to sell them to my family members for like a few cents or whatever. (laughs) So I think that was, I feel like that was um, the start of like a sense of some kind of entrepreneurial spirit in me maybe, (laughs) that was very latent until recently. Um, And in terms of like art and more creative stuff I would do like birthday cards and things like that for friends and family, Mm. Um, but never really considered Like selling it or like making like making a living from it or anything like that—that was never really a consideration um, until kind of recently, actually.
0: Cool. I'm glad to catch you on fairly early, but on in your journey. But even though you have done quite a bit of Mm -hmm. design and artwork, you know, in other capacities already. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about um, your. I don't. I know how else to describe it. Let's say tagline will draw on anything anyway (laughs) so how willing are you and what is the most unusual or obscure item you have drawn on
1: so just to go instead like why that came about is because i've been trying to push this idea to um prospective clients and people that i'd like to work with of um, just expanding what the idea of uh illustration or art or design is and like because when people come to me they often have have like a specific idea of what they want or um with the clients types of clients i'd like to get more work from they aren't necessarily always open to all the possibilities that are available or just you know aren't really aware of it and what i'm aiming to do uh with my work is to try and just basically break down those borders and barriers of like what is illustration and how can it be used and what capacities it can be used in and all of that. And mm-hmm. if you look at examples um, of things that are happening all over the world, it's it's just, it's so broad and so open and so out there. There's so much you can do with it. And so many ways you can tie it into like social media and other types of marketing and experiential marketing and all these kinds of things. It's not just um, like an illustration to use on a bag or a pattern or like it's, mm-hmm. it's so much less um, boxed in and defined than uh, corporates tend to think so. I've been trying for a long time to kind of break people out of that way of thinking and just like try to put the idea out there that there's so much more you can do with this. And basically I'd like people to say like, we have this campaign going on or this concept and we need ideas for what to do with it. And then I can come up with ideas using illustration and art and whatever that can tie into that. Obviously with my design background and understanding marketing and things like that, being able to tie all that together and bring it in. So the, we'll draw anywhere on anything is basically a nod to that and trying to okay. put it in the simplest way possible that like, yes. I basically am prepared to draw anywhere on anything. And what's the most interesting thing I've drawn on? Um, I've done, uh, for wedding stationery, I've done um, hand lettering of uh, names for place cards onto pebbles. Okay. Uh, that was quite fun. And then uh, murals have been something that's been kind of coming in and I've done a little bit of here and there. That's also really fun and I really enjoy doing that. Um, Yeah, I think that's probably the most interesting so far. So not that out there yet, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm prepared to take it to wherever. Oh, also there was a a window mural that I did onto glass for a shop front. That was really fun as well. I really enjoyed doing and would like to do more of that.
0: Lovely, yeah. So you 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 prompting people like Demi to draw on something yes. cool yeah. and interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. Like know,
1: whatever it is, just <laughs> throw it at me, and I'm body parts, um, you know, temporary
0: <laughs> yeah. tattoos for the day, one yeah, I'm, Yeah, know, yeah. As part of a campaign or anything, a birthday party. Yeah, um, like throw it out there, like skywriting, yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. For which three words would you use to describe your illustration style? when you aren't being given a specific client brief? Mm. Or do, you have, do you feel that you do have a style? I know sometimes I've had people say to me, not often, I think it's sometimes depending on how in, you know, in tune people are or mm, how much yeah. of your work they've seen, oh, I can smell you have a style in your, <laughs> in your perfume creations. And that kind of threw me the first time. And then I like, thought about it and I I went through my work and I started to understand a bit mm. where that came from. Yeah. is it do you is there something you can identify yourself there? Um
1: for me, people have told me, have often said like, I like your style or you know, have com- commented on my style. Um and I've always felt like I don't really have a very clear style. It it's not clear to me. Um, I think maybe because uh I came from a specific way of drawing, which was quite um, I'd say tight and specific and detailed. Uh, And I've always been more drawn to or have more of an appreciation for stuff that's more abstract and loose and um, out there and less of what I was doing. So it's been a a journey of like working towards that. And I feel like I've come quite far along that, but I'm still moving more in that direction, more towards abstraction. Um, So when people say I have a style, it's often been described as whimsical, which... I'm not i'm not sure how i feel about okay. that yeah, yeah. sometimes <laughs> but, people don't have
0: can't access the yeah. right words so maybe it's almost yeah, like yeah you maybe your style is becoming a bit more free yeah then like you say it was tight or, although yes. you can obviously do both yeah yeah but naturally so, you're inclining to a,
1: yeah i think so so if i were to choose some words of where it is now um i think three words i would say loose maybe um I want to say abstract, but it's still getting there. But it's on on the path Mm -hmm. towards that and um, free. Yeah.
0: And you've worked with some well established brands like Poetry, Mr. Price Home, Growing Paper, as well as some quite fancy restaurants. Mm. (laughs) How does this kind of work come your way? So is it generally through a network of some kind or through word of mouth?
1: Um, I think most of those have actually not been um, through network. It's They've been partly people approaching me directly or having heard about me obviously through like um, my social media and other um, sorts of presence uh, elsewhere and haven't, having found me that way. Um, or there have been people that I have maybe reached out to directly and said like I'd like to work with you or have kind of Put myself in the way of their presence and like showing them what I'd like to do with them. Amazing. So
0: it's quite—it's been quite organic, but also a certain amount of effort on your part. Yeah,
1: definitely um, quite a bit of effort. Especially, I mean, you have to put in that effort to get to the point where people can find you organically. I think um, generally. So yeah, but it's every with each client. It's um, generally quite quite different. Some have been through uh, network referrals. Some approaching me directly, as I said, and some I have uh, approached directly myself.
0: And what advice do you have for visual artists who would like to get their work more into the public eye?
1: Um, I think, I mean, social media is obviously the biggest thing these days and and the easiest way to be able to put yourself out there. Um, But yeah, just creating as much as possible and putting it out there as much as possible. I think um, this is still an ongoing thing. Me like I go through phases of it, but we tend to kind of overthink things and not uh, actually put stuff out because we mm. want it to be perfect or are afraid of what people will say of it uh, about it or mm. things like that. Um, and like it's it's really just about sucking that all up and just putting it out there. Like stop yes. like worrying about all of that and just like create and put out and create and put out mm. and just keep doing that. And that's the best way to find your style and improve at anything and just create so much quantity that people will find you and worrying less about each individual piece yes. because it all essentially forms part of the whole and is getting lost in time anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's such a big one for, and I've heard a number of artists saying that, you know, mm. um,
1: because it is such a difficult, it is something that people struggle with so yeah. much, but it is the most and then the it becomes key a block. thing. So it's like, yeah, exactly. just get it
0: out. Obviously don't put something out that you, I mean maybe you made it in 1 minute mm. but it was just amazing that day and yeah. it came through and but also even if you, if... you spent 1 minute just go yeah. with your feeling if you know and and also just to test the water yeah exactly because you want feedback from people to yeah, see yeah. what the response is like no one's ever going to like every piece of art that yes. is ever made but also
1: my thing is even if it's not even if it's not that great because sometimes you spend a lot of time on it and maybe it's not that great but you learned some techniques along the way or like Mm. there was something that else that came from the process or just the fact that you put that much time and effort into it also um you may put a ton of time and effort into something and absolutely love it and feel like you grew from it and this is such a momentous piece for you and no one responds to it like no one no one gives a shit about it and then you just throw something out in one minute and feel like oh this was some silly sketchbook thing that I I don't even really like, but I need to post something (laughs) today. And then that ends up getting like such a huge response and people are so into it. And like, that's what I find often happens with me is the stuff that I like the most and I'm most proud of is not the stuff that people respond to the most. Mm. So it's a weird balance in that way as well. But like it helps you, whatever you put out, it helps you to get feedback because then Mm. you see like what people are actually responding to or not. And yeah, what direction you maybe might want to lean into more yeah it's it's always it's a constant like growing process and it's just feedback all the time
0: yeah. and so for for the pieces that you tend to love the most or like less mm. um do you feel like the ones that you love the most there's a specific space where you like to go to create and you get in the zone or you know does that determine the kind of work you put out or is that more just a feeling for you oh, i love to go work i feel like this is when Really, on form, and things get flowing mm, do you mean like a do physical you have any space? spaces yeah spaces um, where, uh, that are conducive to you creating
1: I definitely like uh, drawing and stuff like out, outside of like my home or whatever, like in a park in a coffee shop, things like mm-hmm. that, but that would be more it 's more sketchbook kind of uh, kind of work. Partly because um, what I'm leaning more towards now is like acrylic paints and textury, more textural kind of things. And Mm -hmm. that's just more easier to work with at home where like I have the space to deal with all of those (laughs) messy elements. Like it's a a bit more um, effort to carry those around and set up and all that kind of thing. So I definitely feel quite creative and like more inspired when I'm outdoors, like in an outdoor space in a park Mm -hmm. or in a coffee shop to kind of get some ideas going and things. And then to create the the type of work that I'm more leaning towards and want to do more of, it just works better um, in my studio at home. But um, it definitely takes more, there's a lot more resistance when I'm at home for some reason yes, to, yeah. to just like push myself to actually get going. But once yes. I do, then it starts flowing easily.
0: What is that um, studio space like? Is it, is it- how uh, do you describe it? Is it just a spare room in your house? Is it dedicated to art it's or a, is it half your lounge? Or? It's currently
1: a bit of a bomb blast. It is a dedicated space, <laughs> okay. but um, I had a, a studio space at uh, Station Drive okay. for quite a while. I think it was about four or five years or something. Um, and I just left that last year because I moved into a new space, um, into a new home space that had an extra room and it just didn't make sense to then be paying separately for that so just you know from a from a logical point of view as much as i loved my studio and i didn't want Mm -hmm. to let go of it and i do prefer having an exterior space to work from rather than working from home um i'm just a very logical person so it just made practical yeah (laughs) although we are artists (laughs) yeah so it just it just didn't make sense to be um continuing with that so i've moved it to home hopefully at some point in the future i might have another external studio space um but for now, this is what it is. It's smaller than what my uh, old studio was. So it's, I still haven't set it up properly. It's still quite a mess because they just, there's just a lot to go through <laughs> okay. to sit down stuff that needs to be got rid of and prepare storage for new stuff. So it is not the most, uh, well, maybe creative in the sense of it being like a mess of creative things, yes. but not the most aesthetic right now. <laughs>
0: Are there any elements you like to make sure you have in your creating space that you feel support your creative fluency or objects or...?
1: Um, I like books <laughs> and I like to just be surrounded by books and magazines and things. So I have um, a bit of a collection. And I just like to have them visible. So like currently with the messy studio situation, there's a cupboard where a lot of the books are kept in and it just upsets me every time I see them in the cupboard because (laughs) I need them to be visible. Like it it just like gives me some kind of energy when I can see them. So I definitely like having books and things around. Um, Plants as well, Uh, but mainly just um, the actual art materials. And also I think having my past work um, things like projects that I enjoyed creating, having that visible as well. That mm-hmm. was part of what I liked um, in my studio is because I think because I feel like my work is quite varied. Um, there's a lot of different types and of things that I work on in different styles. I almost feel like I need to remind myself of yes. like what I can do and what I have done previously and what I like to do. Because in the moment yes. when I'm trying to create, you kind of get that like blank feeling of like, I don't know what to create. I don't know what to do mm-hmm. and whatever. And, I almost feel like i need to be reminded of like oh yes i remember i did that project and i really enjoyed it and used that medium and like this technique and whatever and like so having past work around um like some favorite pieces that i really enjoyed and want to do more of that kind of work yes. uh having that around is also quite useful
0: beautiful it's, it's kind of like a archive mm. vision board kind of thing that yeah keeps exactly you going and yeah yeah it's beautiful do you feel you ever place any kind of restrictions on yourself around these conditions for creating, so whether this be your state of mind or environment
1: um, not intentionally, I feel like all the restrictions are just come from like fear and are unnecessary and are just holding me back, but intentionally.
0: Would you say those are more like your mental restrictions? Yeah, yeah, the
1: the mental blocks and things that, um, that stop me from basically doing what I want to be doing. Um, but intentionally, there aren't really restrictions. I like to keep it as open as possible. And the, the thing that I enjoy most about um, creating and um, what I do is the variety and constantly trying mm. new things and experimenting and stuff. And especially with social media and with... Um, art and illustration in general the what's the the general advice is that you need to create a very specific style and keep like creating in that style which makes sense in a way because that's how like if you are trying to appeal to art directors or even clients um they can then see that uh that's that's your style and they can rely on you to recreate that style easily but that is just such an uncomfortable thing for me and Mm. just feels so incredibly boring and i just like i know it would probably benefit me if i did that but it would also just kill me creatively and frustrate me and just like make me very angry and which is not conducive to anything so um i've never been able to stick to that and don't try to so like i try to experiment as much as possible and do as many different things as possible so that's basically, that. that's why I try to keep it like as unrestricted as
0: possible. Yes. I think it's so important as a leader, artist, you know, a leader in, in any way and whether you're a teacher or someone, you know, an artist, um, it shows that you're still growing. Mm, so, you know, yeah, like definitely. this is what I do. This is my specialization. And because I know I can make money from it because I yeah. don't know what to expect. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. It's like, it's too It's too safe. Well, it is not. Yeah. It is safe. It's good. You, you'll have that element of work, which is great. Mm. You can always do that thing that people know that you yes, can do. Yes, exactly. But like yeah. you said, to keep on, to stoke your own kind of artistic flair. Exactly, grow, yeah. To just not worrying about only feeding that animal mm. kind of thing, because that's going to yeah, yeah. crush you inside. And <laughs>
1: Exactly. And also tying into that tagline of we'll draw anywhere and anything, it, it mm. ties into that, because what I want to be known for is not one specific style. I don't want to be known as the person who does hand lettering or watercolour or graphic design in this particular style. Yes. I want to be known as the person who will do anything. Yes, <laughs> you know, like yes. if you have a creative challenge, yes. give it to her. She'll come up with something creative that will yes. suit it. That's, that's the direction I want to head in and what I would like to do and be known for. So it wouldn't yes. make sense for me to tie myself down to one specific yeah. style or medium or type of uh, design anyway.
0: Amazing. I love it. Um, so which pastimes or rituals or routines do you keep that you feel energize your state of create?
1: Hmm. I think definitely being just like a, Everything for me comes down to being outside. Basically, I like hmm. being outdoors as much as possible, um, particularly green spaces like just sitting in a park or um, even coffee shops that have outdoor areas and things like that that basically like an outdoor space combined with like a a magazine and a sketchbook is my happy space because um just being in that environment often will get some creative juices flowing and then like to just try and run with that and just sketch down some ideas and uh, yeah i think that generally works best for me
0: energized by the elements Mm, (laughs) yeah is there another medium or kind of art that you engage in that you don't get paid for
1: The acrylic uh, paint kind of stuff that I've been moving towards is definitely more experimental and new for me, and um, something I'm still trying out and things. And not, yeah, definitely, I don't think something I'm making money from um, because that is more like art in inverted commas as opposed to illustration. So um, I did a series of uh, postcards not that recently now, but like the most recent Mm -hmm. uh, that I have in a few stores and things. And that started out as just an ink um, sketch. And then I did these acrylic um, textural just like pieces that were just basically like blobs of color and texture, which is what's really exciting me these days and what I'm trying to move more towards. And then I kind of combined those. Which people seem to be really enjoying.
0: Oh, so that's how you got the color onto those yeah those so... beautiful postcards of Durban and mm. the beachfront. Um, I bought a few myself. Uh, they're great. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> Thank <done>. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that
1: was two separate things. That was the sketch, and then I I just really liked those um paint textures and thought of like just combining those and to bring that in there. So that's the only place they've been used where they are being kind of sold, yes. but I definitely want to move more in that direction and lean into that even more because it's, just, it's something about the colours and like textures specifically of, of mm. paint that, are, that just really excite me.
0: Oh, we look forward to seeing more of that. Mm. So which place would you like to travel to that you think would be inspiring to your artistic nature?
1: I know it sounds so a cliche and people often roll their eyes and sigh at me when I say this but um, definitely London it's just like I haven't been yet and it's been a dream forever Um, and I just feel like I love everything about it and everything about uh, everything there would just like inspire Um, yeah inspire like the kinds of things that I enjoy and are just like in the direction of things that I like and also the opportunities for work there, for the kind of work that I would like to do, like what I mentioned earlier about brands and businesses being open to more creative things. I feel like that kind of mindset is definitely more prevalent there. Um, There are a lot of artists doing the kinds of things that I would like to do um, in that kind of space. So that definitely comes to mind first, but then also just a lot of the European countries, but then also things like Morocco, Turkey, that have a lot of that Mm. um, heritage and like, tiling and textile mm. and uh, ceramics and things like that we love you to see that yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: when you're feeling over illustrated how do mm-hmm. you take a break
1: i don't think i ever feel over illustrated here because I'm, I'm always kind of pushing myself to do more um this idea of the resistance and thing yeah the resistance is um unfortunately a big thing and i feel like the best way to overcome it is to keep creating as soon as you stop mm-hmm. it kind of comes up and just is like a wall that keeps building the longer you leave it um and i've actually been in i haven't done a lot of like creative illustration work for Mm. myself for fun for quite a while partly because of that and also partly just because i've been quite busy with other stuff Mm. um and i've been actively like working now to try and get back into it but uh yeah it's never a feeling of being over illustrated it's always a feeling of needing to do more illustration.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting that, that there's definitely a conversation there. I've um, mm. been reading quite a lot about that in terms of, you know, that that fear, that artist or creative sphere of of not if you if you just put the pen down for a day or for, you know, you're gonna break the momentum. And it's, it's, a it's real finding thing, the balance though, yeah. because yeah. there is a momentum that you game. Yeah, yeah. And so like what is the way to stay in that momentum mm. stay in touch with it and you definitely is something that you feed and it does become more habitual that it doesn't even feel like work or yeah you're, you're trying too hard to make yeah, yeah. do it. but also there's obviously the beauty in removing yourself from you know your usual work mm. workspace or routine yes and just letting your mind go because yeah. those are really when you 're kind of just letting your body, yourself be the vessel to whatever exactly, the universe yeah. has to show you, and then those ideas drop in yeah, so it's yeah, finding that balance, yeah um, and stepping away from that fear, but there is a reality in
1: yes definitely but with I think for me, like what I have learned and haven 't fully implemented yet, but it it just it 's just a matter of maintaining that habit of creating yeah. a a very disciplined habit. Mm -hmm. and not letting it go as far as possible like don't stop for like more than two or three days in a row and it's not it doesn't mean you have to create a masterpiece every day it's literally just put pen to paper like if you draw a star or something just do something it doesn't matter what it is just maintain the habit and like keep going with it yeah and that's
0: that's also freedom within that structure is not being attached to what it is each day exactly unless you're obviously writing a book and you know you have to Yeah, yeah if you either want to put in two hours or write 10 pages is Mm-mm. your goal but like having that freedom when you just yeah. trying to keep it up so structure and, with and freedom. being okay with
1: the fact that it doesn't have to be a masterpiece every time i think yes. that's also something that i've seen a lot um in younger uh designers and illustrators and stuff is this feeling that like everything they create has to be good or Mm. perfect or Mm. worthy of something and it it just doesn't like it's just it's really you have to fall in love with the process of creating and enjoying Mm. the actual act of creating Mm. that's the point of it and not focusing on the outcome that's something i was um trying to focus on a lot in my workshops and moving more towards that and getting people to understand that it's about the act of creating and the feeling yes. that you have when you're creating and getting into that flow state and all all the good stuff that comes with that mm. and not focusing on the outcome and the end result. Yes. Like that's just like such a small percentage of, of the whole yes. um, part of like being creative and artistic and all of that. And if you only focus on the outcome, you're missing out on so much. Mm. So that really ties into this where like just don't, doesn't, the outcome is so much less important mm. than the act of actually doing it. Mm
0: on the last couple of questions now. So who are some of your favorite illustrators, designers, or art mentors that you've learned from?
1: Mm, This is a tough one because it's constantly changing, especially now, obviously, with social media and stuff Mm. and being exposed to so many people um, online. I'm constantly, like, saving new people and following Mm. different people and things. Um, But a few that come to mind would be... um, a lady called Karabo uh, Poppy, I think she's based in Joburg. She's um, just become, like I've been following her for a long time and she's just become like incredibly successful. Um, I think she also started out with graphic design and then and was doing illustration and now she's just doing the most incredible things okay. um, with the biggest brands all over the world and yeah it's very inspirational um in what she's been the levels she's been able to reach and again this is just coming from illustration and things like yes. that so definitely in terms of like the direction i'm i'd like to head is, she's an inspiration for that uh someone else that comes to mind is um, a lady called jasmine darling she's based in australia um And she also, I find her content is just so creative on so many levels. Like she is uh, also a graphic designer and um, illustrator. She does a lot of hand lettering, but she also, her Instagram account focuses a lot uh, on like beauty products and things like that. And she does um, product shoots for brands and things, but it's all kind of tied together, all those elements kind of tied together. but just the way she presents stuff, her photography style, her everything she does is just so unique and creative, and just like I'm constantly amazed by like the stuff that she comes up with. Mm. So I think yeah, those are two that come to mind. We'll off put the top those of my head.
0: Uh, handles in the show notes so mm. that everyone else can have a look. Do you have a favorite color or color palette that you find yourself being drawn to?
1: I do. Um, uh, green is my favorite color, so I'm Same. always <laughs> kind of. Emeralds. Green. I'm always drawn to that, yeah. But I are you
0: any it. shades of green or? Kind um,
1: of... most shades of green, but uh, definitely like the yeah, like the emerald, like the, the deeper yeah. shades, yeah. But also like a avocado-y kind of those kinds of shades as well, like mm-hmm. with the warmer green tones and like deeper green shades okay. but I find with green it often like it doesn't really work often with a lot of things like in terms of design in terms of like I, I don't wear any green because I don't feel like it looks great <laughs> on me although I love the color yeah but um it always kind of comes in there but I think uh in my branding and also I think in what I wear a lot of like pinks and yellows is mm. what mainly I have comes noticed that
0: about you. Yeah. yeah yeah.
1: so like i and in when I did my website um several years ago now, um, and also what I find, the kind of palette that I'm often drawn to is like a, is like that sixties kind of like mm. color palette, which is kind of like the, the mm. green, yellow, orange. Yes. Like um, the mustardy. Yeah, like red. those yeah. kinds of like, like a, it just makes me think of like a sixties kind of color palette, but like yes. now I think swapping the orange out for pink and then okay. yeah, along those kinds of lines. Oh,
0: interesting. But Sima, thank you for sharing with us. I look forward to seeing where your art pops up next. I know you recently painted the bathrooms at the new Amschlange restaurant, Matera. Mm. So other than my desire to always know about and try all the new cafes and eateries mm-hmm. in the province, I shall be lured there by the bathroom art. <laughs> and where can people follow your journey and view your art?
1: Um, definitely Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, yeah, so that would probably your be the best place. It's uh, Fatima's studio. So it's Fatima's studio.
0: Cool. We'll also add that to the show notes. Mm-hmm. So and anywhere else, is that your primary, is that the best? Yeah,
1: that's pretty much the main place I've been focusing my efforts for now.
0: Cool. And then we'll also post a little piece of art that Fatima is going to magic up. So check that out via the Holistic Creative Insta page and Fatima's studio as well. So we aren't quite sure exactly what that is yes but it's happening now straight after this interview (laughs) (laughs) so thank you so much for for being here Fatima. it's been actually yeah really interesting and i hope it it will be inspiring to other artists and anyone actually to just be invited a bit more Mm. uh, creativity or creative ways of thinking about the way they approach um, yeah their work their Current style of doing things.
1: I definitely hope so. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very honored to have been the first guest. Yes. And also for anyone listening, I'm always like open, like in the DMs and whatever, to have a chat about anything, to answer questions and whatever. So, yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch, they're welcome to.
0: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Fatima.